Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Well, hello, everyone. This is Julie Kleinhand filling in for Dr. Pat. I'm the host of Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay, which is also on the Transformation Talk Radio Network, and I am super excited to be here with you all today. My purpose, my passion, my intention for the show Teaching from the Heart is all about supporting parents, educators, and our kids and, of course, the community to create an environment of well-being through a much deeper connection of education on a heart-based level. And it has never been more important than ever before to stand up and recognize this and put it into action. And I know we're all ready for a new age of peace, love, and well-being for all on this planet, especially for our kids. So please stay with us for the next hour so you can feel the connection of love, peace, and well-being that we are creating here with Transformation Talk Radio for every man, woman, and child, and for the future of our beloved children. So if you would like to learn more about my show, you could go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay airs every Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. And to learn more about me and the work I do with parents, kids, and educators, you could go to my site, mindfocusgeneration.com. And while you're there, sign up for my newsletter and receive your free gift, a 30-day creation planner, which will guide you and your kids in raising your vibration through imagination and uplifting thoughts and actions, and it will help young people to understand the basics of the law of attraction, which is so much fun for them. And I'm all about supporting parents, teachers, kids in the community. So please get in contact with me. You could let me know what's going on with you, what's going on in your community, so I can help you create more well-being in your life and the life of your kids. And let me tell you, today we have a great show for you because the message that my very special guest brings is so important because clearly now more than ever, we have to become more aware of how our kids are being raised, not only in our homes, but in our schools, in our communities. We must teach them how to become confident and empowered, how to love themselves, how to live happy, balanced lives. But how do we do this? So my guest, Dr. Joe Rubino, is here to talk to us about how we can and the importance of championing children to develop high self-esteem. So Dr. Joe Rubino is an acclaimed personal development and self-esteem elevation expert, a life-changing success and life optimization coach, and best-selling author of 12 books in 23 languages. He offers 
personal and leadership development programs to maximize happiness, self-esteem, communication skills, productivity, and personal effectiveness for adults and children. To learn more about his life-impacting coaching certification program for children and adults, visit him at www.highselfesteem.com kids.net that's high self esteem kids.net and also www.centerforpersonalreinvention.com so dr joe rabino thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show well thank you for having me julie it's always a pleasure well, Dr. Joe, your message has never been more important than it is right now. Clearly, we need to wake up and really recognize the importance of supporting our kids to develop a healthy mindset and high self-esteem. So I first want to start by asking you, you know, a lot of parents are looking at their kids and they're not understanding where low self-esteem has its origins. And really, is it that pervasive in our society? Well, it's, it's not only totally pervasive, but it's an epidemic now, lacking self-esteem, by my definition, Julie. And it all begins early on in childhood, typically before the age of six, when one of two different uh, happenings occur. Either a child buys into someone else's negativity. It could be a name that they're called. It could be a bullying episode. It could be an abusive situation. Anything that says or does something to the child where the child buys into the fact that they're less than, not good enough, flawed, effective in some way. It also can happen in a very innocent manner whereby someone says or does something that isn't meant as an affront to the child, but the child takes it the wrong way. Kind of like, for example, uh, a mom might say something like, what's the matter with you? Not meaning anything by it, but the child thinks, well, let me look. I guess there is something the matter with me. And then from that point onward, whether the child buys into the negativity, or they make something up about themselves not being good enough, belonging, lovable, then the result is the same. They scan for and find episode after episode that reinforces their initial fear that there's something significantly wrong with them, so that over the course of years and decades, uh, they are absolutely convinced that they're defective, that they're flawed, that they're unlovable, that they don't belong, that there's something significantly different and defective about them, and they don't measure up, and so their self-esteem becomes further and further diminished as time goes on. Yeah, and, you know, I've seen that as a former high school teacher. I've seen the effects of a diminished self-esteem that has been carried through from their childhood. And I've also seen kids make things up that diminish their own self-esteem. They convince themselves that something's wrong with them. So what can parents and educators do to prevent that? Well, it's important. I've actually identified 31 different key foundational principles that parents, teachers, uh, coaches, grandparents, anybody that has any interaction with kids can do in order to champion children to elevate their self-esteem. And it's no accident when kids have self-esteem issues that cause them to uh, not only diminish their own lives, but as we've seen recently with the Connecticut school shootings, uh, I'm absolutely convinced that the source of that terrible violence was the low self-esteem of the perpetrator, where, you know, he felt as though he wasn't good enough, there was something wrong with him, and it made him violently angry. 
And so he took that violence out on all those innocent kids and adults, unfortunately. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's something we can, we can prevent. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So can, can you give us an example of something parents can do proactively when they see their, their kids maybe uh, exhibiting low self-esteem? You know, what are the signs and what can parents do? Well, the signs are, are uh, everywhere. The, the child's energy will be impacted. Uh, first, by self-esteem, let me define it for you, because I define self-esteem a little bit differently, and that will help parents and teachers and others identify when kids are lacking self-esteem. The first component, there are five, is personal power, and that's our ability to influence others. So when kids are shy or, or overly introverted, where they uh, are afraid to engage socially, where they don't ask for their needs to be met, that's a sign of lacking self-esteem because they don't feel like they're worthy or they don't feel mm. like they're able to have others respond to their needs. The second component is significance, and that's our ability to be accepted and have the love and the attention of other people. People who feel insignificant feel like they don't matter, and so they resort to uh, violent, uh, oftentimes uh, dysfunctional behaviors because they're deeply uh, angry about the fact that they, that they don't matter. And so they react out into the world. Uh, they feel like they don't have people's respect, they don't have people's love. And as a result of that, uh, they have one of three typical ways that they respond to life, either with anger, which is the most prevalent means of response, by withdrawing, becoming sad and depressed, and becoming a victim, or thirdly, by fearing and worrying about everything. And, uh, having an automatic emotional response to life of being afraid of what people say and do. The, the third component is virtue. That's about feeling good about who we are morally, that we're a good person. When kids don't grow up feeling good about who they are, one, they lack self-compassion, and two, they lack compassion for other people. So when they make mistakes, they hold grudges against themselves and against others. They don't forgive themselves readily, and they don't learn from their mistakes they feel as though those mistakes uh, label them and characterize them as defective more so than they already were. The fourth component is confidence. And that's our ability to take an idea and to manifest it into the world. When kids are confident, they realize that they can realize their dreams. They, they dream large. They think high. They don't, uh, they don't shy away from large aspirations of what they want to be when they grow up. They don't say, you know, I want to be a garbage man. They say, I want to be an astronaut or I want to be the president. They, they feel like they can be anything and they can manifest the, those intentions. So when kids aren't feeling confident, they tend to, take, to shy away from taking on projects. They uh, are reluctant to engage in activities that are beyond their comfort zone. They play small. And then the fifth component is an appreciation for what it's like in the other person's world. And this is the opposite of high ego. So kids who possess uh, an appreciation for others, they respect others. They care about what others uh, say and, and do, and they don't do anything that's going to uh, abuse others at their expense. So in other words, unlike a kid with high ego who has it all about him and he doesn't care who he hurts to get what, he, what his needs are, a kid with high self-esteem will uh, look for win-win scenarios. He'll, he or she will respect other kids and respect adults. Uh, and so if any of those five components are lacking, personal power, 
significance, virtue, competence, or an appreciation for what it's like in the other person's shoes, then uh, a child will be growing up with sufficient self-esteem, and parents can be on the, on the lookout for uh, angry, uh, egotistical behavior, uh, sheltering behavior, behavior that keeps others away, behavior that uh, makes others believe that the, the child can't get uh, his needs met, her needs met, can't manifest the things that are important to them in life. You, you know, and I, those are just such great points because when we look at kids, we, we see that the majority of them lack either one or mo- many of these components. And when we come back, I want to address what when you brought up about um, kids feeling like victims and how that plays into the connection of bullying. So we'll be right back. You're listening to you, Dr. Pat show, and this is Julie Kay filling in for Dr. Pat. We'll take a quick break, and we will be right back. Stay tuned. They say just can't be fair. I'll share this love I Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Did you know most coffee, not all, have hidden dangers lurking in it? A recent investigation into grocery store coffee revealed three dangers. First, modern coffee farming produces dangerously high acidity and caffeine. Second, mold content in grocery store coffee contains dangerous toxins. Yuck! Third, government agencies have found grocery store coffee containing 400 times the carcinogens allowed in drinking water. You will be relieved to know that Camano Island Coffee Roasters takes the worry out of your sip of coffee. Imagine how your coffee tastes without mold, carcinogens, or poison. Get your free coffee report, The Five Hidden Dangers Lurking in Your Coffee Cup. Visit NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com to get your free copy now. That's NakedTruthAboutCoffee.com. And check out Camano Island Coffee Roasters. We would like to ask you to join Michael Shane and the Ascension Foundation in a special holiday giveaway. Throughout the year, the Ascension Foundation has sponsored a number of amazing healing events with Michael Shane and the Ascended Masters. With the help and support of those who participated, we raised $1,000 and want to give this to one special family this holiday season. We invite you to write in and recommend a family to receive this special gift. Please email us by midnight, Wednesday, December 19th at info at michaelshane.com. With your reason for nominating this family, their contact information, and any other information that will help us with our decisions. A panel headed by the Ascension Foundation will select the family on Friday, December 21st. Again, that's info at michaelshane.com. That's I-N-F-O at M-Y-C-H-A-E-L-S-H-A-N-E dot com. For more information, you can also call the Ascension Foundation at 1-800-508-6437. Going under the knife for spinal surgery should be your last resort. Get a copy of this free special report, What Your Doctor Doesn't Want You to Know About Back Surgery. Get the report online at wellnessone.net or call them toll-free at 866 866- 499-7509. Read the report. It will take about eight minutes in order to make a better informed decision about your back pain. Visit wellnessone.net or call 866 499 
1-800-273-0809. Tune in to The Sean and Jen Show, Soul Path Insights Radio, each Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show with Sean and Jen will have you saying yes to as much abundance as you desire. Imagine a happier soul radiating energy in all areas of your life. Get ready to understand the meaning and the message in your life. Shift obstacles to opulence. Experience powerful, intuitive coaching, live readings, and transformative tools as Sean and Jen dare you to live your best life. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation talk We're back on the Transformation Talk Radio Network, and this is the Dr. Pat Show, and this is Julie Kleinhans filling in for Dr. Pat on the host of Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay. And if you like what you're hearing today and you want to get in on the conversation supporting our parents, teachers, and kids, please join me every Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern on the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Today my guest is the wonderful Dr. Joe Rubino, and we're discussing developing high self-esteem within our kids, a very, very important, crucial conversation. But before we continue, I want to make sure everyone knows how to get in contact with Dr. Joe Rubino. So, Dr. Joe, can you give your information to our listeners? Sure. My email address is drjoe, D-R-J-O-E, at drjoerubino, D-R-J-O-E-R-U-B-I-N-O.com. And uh, our website is highselfesteemkids.com and drjoerubino.com. So uh, we invite you to come and check out our work. And if I can be of service to anyone, please do let me know. Yes. Great work, great work. Please check out Dr. Joe's work. It's just so important. If you're a parent, teacher, or anyone that is in a life of kids, really um, take a look at his stuff because this is how we're going to change the world. Before break, I brought up, um, I wanted to talk about the issue of bullying. And you mentioned, you know, kids with low self-esteem Show often show signs of feeling like a victim. And this anti-bullying movement, what do you think about that? And how does that play into the victimization of our kids? Well, bullying is, as you know, a huge issue uh, throughout the world, uh, but especially in North America, where uh, what happens in a bullying situation is a bully feels like they're not powerful, like they're that anger that we discussed that rules their lives uh, has to come forth. And the anger allows them to temporarily feel like they're better than someone else, allows them to dominate another kid, allows them to avoid being controlled like they are probably at home or somewhere else in their lives. And what happens is that the kid who's bullied actually takes on the uh, assumption that I'm being bullied because I'm not good enough because I'm defective. I don't belong. I'm not smart enough. I'm not strong enough. 
uh, I'm not funny enough, kids don't like me, whatever that is that makes them defective, deficient, and unlovable. And of course, the kids fail to put themselves in the shoes of the bully. They don't realize that bullying is about the bully, not about the person who's bullied. And one of the things that we teach kids is that you are magnificent and that uh, if you are being bullied, uh, you know, have a little bit of empathy for what is it like in the bully's world. And although we don't condone their bad behavior, we also don't need to take it on personally because what you're doing is you're allowing the bully to feel temporarily powerful because he or she feels as though they're unlovable, that nobody uh, cares about them, that they're, that they're weak, that they're not good enough in some way. And you just happen to be there at the right time where the bully gets to temporarily uh, exert their anger and, and feel better than somebody else. But when you know as a person that you're convinced of your internal magnificence and you know that the bullying episode is about the bully, not about you, then you can just do whatever it takes to protect yourself. You can get the help of authorities. You can, uh, you can be strong with the bully, you know, to tell them, I don't know what, what's up today with you, but, you know, you made a mistake to, to pick me to be bullying. So, uh, you know, take a hike. So to the, to the extent that kids can feel competent, feel powerful themselves, and honor themselves enough to, to realize that they're worthy of respect. So no one's going to get to bully them. And they will do whatever it takes to protect themselves and to set a bully straight, whether that's uh, with the help of others or uh, with the help of friends, with the help of teachers or principals. There's lots of uh, avenues that they can, they can do, but the, the bottom line is they need to know that they're worthy of respect and that they will be a stand for that respect. Absolutely. And so if, with a kid with tarnished self-esteem, what can we do to support these kids so they're not driven to prove that they are worthy, that they are good enough? Well, there's lots of things that can be done. First, parents can make sure that kids realize that they're totally loved unconditionally, that their behavior sometimes is not acceptable, but bad behavior does not reflect on their value as a person. So when parents and grandparents and teachers can con convey that respect for kids that they're always magnificent, that they're always worthy of love, that they, they believe in them and champion them in every single way so that they see things in the child that the child might not see in him or herself at that stage yet. So they make the child great. They stretch them. They encourage them. They, they uh, hold them as though they are competent and capable and powerful and intelligent and charismatic and all of the things that kids all want to be when mm. they can speak respectfully and acknowledge them daily for something. In other words, catch them doing something right. It's, it's so easy to invalidate a kid, catch them doing things wrong all the time, because that's how most parents listen to their kids. You know, what are you doing wrong? As long as they're doing something right, we can ignore them. But if they're doing something wrong, we have to catch them. And so what what the child is oftentimes left with is, you know, I'm doing all these things wrong. I'm defective in all of these ways. If a parent, if a grandparent, if a teacher can edify a child every day, catch them doing something right, there's lots of ways to instill that in the, in the child. The, the parent can write something daily uh, to the child, commending them or, or verbally acknowledging them for the gift that they are in some way to them. They can point out their, their strengths. They can uh, 
they can acknowledge them for kind acts. They can make large the things that they want to show up more in the child. And so when they also lead by example and they model the behavior that children, uh, that they want to see in their children, now they have the ability to have a conversation that says, okay, I just made a mistake. So here's, when I realized I made the mistake, here's what we do when we make mistakes. We apologize. So I'm going to apologize to, uh, you know, Uncle Tom for the mistake that I made. Uh, I'm going to look at what I learned from the mistake. So what gift was this mistake to me? How did it increase my empathy and my wisdom? How did I learn from it? What will I do better next time? And what commitment will I make as a result of learning from this mistake? So when parents and, and teachers can have open conversations with kids like that so that they can actually welcome problems, they can learn from their mistakes, they can commit to doing better in the future, and they can realize that all of life is a learning growth process. That's why we're here on this planet. And so everything that looks like a challenge is actually a gift wrapped in disguise for the child mm. to uncover so that the child can take every day as an opportunity to become wiser, more empathetic, and more able to step into qualities that the child wants to show off in the world as opposed to thinking that there's these qualities that I am that don't support me and I just can't do anything about them, which is a lie. You know, and I love that because what, that's the simple law of attraction right there. What we focus on grows. So when we focus on how we want to improve instead of what you did wrong, it really encourages the kid to look for what's right. It's that simple question, you know, are you looking for what's right or are you looking for what's wrong? And when, when we train the kids to, to act in this way and parents to act in this way, looking for what's right, it really boosts their self-esteem, and they're finding more evidence via the law of attraction of what's right in their life. Yeah, absolutely. As you know, whatever we focus upon, we increase and we make larger and we create more of. So if we want to have loving, uh, compassionate, contributing kids, then the more that we love them, the more that we can contribute to them and be compassionate about their mistakes and ourselves when we as adults make mistakes, this is all behavior that children will pick up. You know, it's not enough to say the right thing, but our energy teaches children how they're to be. And so it's, it's really important that if we want to uh, have our kids grow up to be loving, compassionate kids, and we are angry and vindictive in our own behavior, then that's not going to happen. They're going to see what we do, and they're going to model the, the things that we don't want for them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, this is interesting because a lot of people confuse the idea of looking for what's right and and talking about what what is wonderful about the kid with being bent on perfection. So when we come back from break, I really want to talk about the difference between, you know, praising kids and focusing on the wonderful qualities that they have and this idea of perfectionism and how perfectionism really keeps us stuck not only in in our schools but the way we operate in in our, our family unit so you are listening to the transformation talk radio network this is the dr pat show i'm julie Kay, filling in for dr pat and when we come back we're going to continue our discussion with dr joe rabino stay tuned I can't do everything, well, I can try. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. 
Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Get ready for a new and brighter future with The Joseph Gabby Show. Consciously living your destiny. Tune in each Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to break through stagnation and procrastination and fulfill your life's destiny. This hit show will clear mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual stuckness using numerology and an endless list of life energizing tools live on air to find out more about joseph and how to discover the power of blueprint numerology and spiritual healing visit www.consciouslylivingyourdestiny.com welcome to sisters talk radio awaken the feminine power that glows in your heart there are just certain heart-to-heart conversations you can only have with your sisters the conversations you crave when you need to reconnect mona and savitri explore our feminine power as they look at headline topics and what women are talking about join us on sisters talk radio fridays at 2 p.m pacific and 5 p.m eastern only on transformationtalkradio.com Have you ever considered what money and sex have in common? Brenda St. Louis, founder of Know That You Know, explores the energies of debt, money, sex, and our bodies. In her four-week intensive, Debt Into Delight, Getting Intimate With Your Digits, she tickles all those places we don't want to look at, infusing everything with exuberance. Would you be willing to have more money? Would you be willing to have more of you? Explore more of Brenda St. Louis at knowthatyouknow.com. The hit radio show Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina is energizing people everywhere to rise to the occasion of their lives. Do you feel overwhelmed by all the information out there that's designed to improve your life? Do you feel that you're destined to become more? Are you sometimes afraid to fully express who you are? Let Authenticity Rising with Christine and Sabrina help you to step into true empowerment, leading you to greater joy, ease, and abundance. Co-host Christine Upchurch and Sabrina Fritz invite invite you to join them every Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio and rise to the occasion of your life. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or dial 415-235-2807. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Hey, 
we're back on the Transformation Talk Radio Network. This is Julie Kay filling in for Dr. Pat. You can check out my show, Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay, every Monday at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern on the Transformation Talk Radio Network. Today I have my very special guest, Dr. Joe Rubino. He's here with me talking about the importance of developing high self-esteem in kids. In fact, he calls it championing high self-esteem in kids. Before break, Dr. Joe and I were talking about the difference between helping kids to realize those special, wonderful qualities within themselves and the difference between that and being bent on perfectionism and how that perfectionism really keeps them stuck. So, Joe, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, sure. You know, kids have it that there's something wrong with them, that when they look around and they see kids that are smarter than them, they see uh, athletes who are more uh, able to perform physically better than they are, they're others that are funnier than they are or wittier, more charismatic kids, they're always going to be scanning for ways to compare themselves to others. And anytime they look for the, perf- the perfect species uh, in any area of life, they're going to come up short. So when they measure up uh, as not perfect, as not good enough, as less than the, the model of ideal, the ideal specimen, they're going to constantly find ways to beat themselves up, to invalidate themselves, and to uh, magnify those qualities that they find that are less than optimum. And so it's a trap door. They can never be perfect. And the more they try to be perfect, the more they're going to fall short of that standard of perfection. And the more they fall short, the more they beat themselves up, lower their self-esteem plummets. Mm. So it's important for them to realize that excellence is the way to go, to look to be a little bit better today than you were yesterday, seek excellence in all areas of life, but know that you are in development and that every area that there might be something missing is an area for you to look to put that missing element in place to grow in that area. And we never stop growing to the day that we die. And because perfectionism is is not possible, then we're going to continually strive for excellence every day until we breathe our last breath. And when we can focus on the qualities that we want to be known for, the qualities that we want to show off in the world, whether that's love or contribution or or humor or belonging or creativity or inspiration, any qualities that we want to be known for and to uh, leave our mark on others with, then we we have an access to that personal development where kids can now start to enough um, and we have to be perfect 
that we can never get there and get what we want. And that's absolutely false. And, you know, I, I just really see the, the need for bringing this work that you do into our schools, into our homes. And I have the vision of ha- having every kid understand this self-development work. And I know that you have just an amazing vision, and I'd like you to share your vision with the audience. And if you could talk a little bit about your program and what you hope to accomplish with that. Well, I'm happy to. You know, I've been doing this work for about 21 years, Julie, and uh, I've been impacting adults and kids in my own way. But I had this dream, and the dream was about duplicating what I was doing in a way where we could actually elevate the consciousness of our planet by having more people go out there and teach kids and teach adults the principles to empower kids. And so I created this High Self-Esteem Kids program that enables uh, anyone to learn these same 31 life-enhancing principles that when you teach adults or teach kids directly these principles, their lives alter. And so what we're finding is that parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles are, are using these principles to impact the kids that they love in their lives teachers and coaches and people that work with kids are using them and bringing this conversation into the school because, unfortunately, no one is taught uh, personal development empowerment principles. No one is taught, you know, how to support kids to be visionaries. No one is taught how to support kids to identify the gift in every problem that comes uh, into their lives and how to embrace problems and welcome them and seek them out. No one is really supporting kids with having a personal development conversation where they get to enjoy the process of life every day, knowing that the more they can embrace the process and fall in love with that process, the more opportunity they're going to have to identify the serendipities in their life that coincide with the doors opening, the the new opportunities that we're all given, but so many of us never see in life. So uh, what we've done is we've put together a program for either people who want to use these principles and teach them to, in their own families or want to go out as certified uh, self-esteem elevation coaches for children or for adults, and they're able then to take these, these principles and teach them in, into the world. So we have teachers teaching them in the school schoolrooms, coaches on the soccer fields. They're going into the boys and the girls clubs and the churches. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's becoming a wave of light bearers, as I call them, who are now uh, committed to sharing the vision of empowerment so that, you know, great tragedies like the tragedy that we, we just had in Connecticut can be avoided because kids will, the, the culture, instead of being a culture of violence and a culture of hatred and retribution, will be a culture of empowerment, a culture where yeah. kids see possibilities. And, right. you know, we can create that culture just as we've created the negative culture up to this point. Oh, absolutely. And when, when kids have high self-esteem, for every kid that has true sense of worthiness and high self-esteem, they look out for each other. And just unfortunately right now we don't have enough kids. You know, there's there's some out there, but there's not enough. And when we have a, a whole bunch of kids out there really developing these qualities, they'll look out for the kid that does not seem to have this worthiness and look out and want to help him or her so they could avoid the situation of them growing up angry and more violent this kid will feel like they matter and they belong. Yeah, what would happen, Julie, if the culture was such that bullies are the ones with the problem, <clears throat> such that whenever a bully showed up and tried to exert his or her bullying on another kid, 
What if that kid was immediately pounced upon in verbally, in, in restraining them, whatever it takes to support the kid who's being bullied? What if, the, if we had no, no, uh, no tolerance for anyone to abuse another kid? You know, right. what would that do for, for kids in general? The, the cool kids now would be the kids who empower others, not the kids who bully us. Right. They wouldn't be the kids who have to numb out with drugs or with alcohol or, or exert uh, violent behavior. It would be the kids who do the right thing, the kids who are the champions, the kids who step into leadership. You know, we have the ability to shift our culture if more people are a stand for that. But until we can be a stand for, you know, sharing love and, and compassion and empowerment in the world as opposed to violence and, uh, and hatred and, and revenge, then we're going to get what we, we've gotten to this point. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, these kids that, that have such a, a connection of who they are with themselves and their, their well-being, those are the kids that can look at the kid in the cafeteria sitting there eating alone, feeling like nobody loves him or cares, and can say, hey, let's go visit him, sit down at his table and say, hey, what's up, and have this conversation. And that could change that one kid's life. Because what I found as a teacher is that it's not that the kids – the majority of the kids have hateful feelings towards that kid that's lonely. They just feel embarrassed because they don't have enough self-esteem within themselves to go up to that kid and say, hey, how are you? Because they're afraid of how they'll be judged by the rest of the kids. So building that, that, those qualities can prevent all of these things that are happening where our kids grow up angry, violent, and isolated. Yeah, you know, negative peer pressure is overwhelming. But what if we had positive peer pressure where mm. kids all championed each other, where they all supported the, the, the underdogs, where they didn't have any, uh, any room for kids to be abused or to be treated poorly? Then we, we certainly would create a, a, different, uh, a different energy in the world, and those kids would grow up into adults who would have a different energy. They'd be self-empowered. They would know that they could create abundance in their lives. They would know yeah. that they could have fulfilling relationships and fulfilling work, they would know that they could be happy and that if they weren't, all they have to do is look at what's missing that could be put into place to honor my values so that I could be happy, so that I could manifest my dreams. And they know that they have that magic wand, that they actually can wave over their lives and live in, on purpose, live in choice. That's, that's what's possible, and kids are doing it now who are empowered that way. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, because I was in the schools, I could tell you, moms, dads, teachers, everybody listening, anyone here listening, this stuff is not taught in the schools. It, it, and we really need it to be. And it's up to you. You have to be the change. You have to be the one that, that goes and visits Dr. Joe's program, program like his, and, and checks it out and invests the time into a program program like this and, and goes to your school and say, say, hey, check this out. I really, really think this is the important stuff that we need to be teaching our kids, please. This is how we build a healthy planet. This is how we elevate the consciousness of our kids. So it's up to you. You know, we can't be complacent anymore. We really have to join as a community, say, hey, let's do this. So, Dr. Joe, before we go for a break, one more time, the website where everyone can go and check out your work. www.hi, H-I-G-H, self, S-E-L-F, 
esteem, E-S-T-E-E-M, kids, K-I-D-S, dot net. Perfect. And we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Transformation Talk Radio Network. This is Julie Kay filling in for Dr. Pat on the Dr. Pat Show. We will be right back. Stay tuned. We'll sing and dance to Are you tired of being bloated and nauseous? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know eating unhealthy foods eventually leads to an unhealthy digestive system? Did you know eating the most healthy, nutritious food doesn't necessarily result in a healthy body? The stomach must be healthy in order to properly digest, metabolize, and utilize even the best of nutrition. Without proper digestion from the stomach through the intestinal tract, the nutritious value is not absorbed and the improperly digested food can be more toxic to your body than helpful. You can be doing all the right things and getting all the wrong results. In fact, other organs may also be interfering with your stomach's ability to digest. Contact us today for your appointment at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. If not today, one day you will need chiropractic care. Before you choose one, get a copy of this special report, Five Keys to Selecting the Right Chiropractor, available free, and you can read it in about six minutes. Get the care you need, when you need it, from the right chiropractor. Visit wellnessone.net or call toll-free 866-499-7509. Go to wellnessone.net. Or call 866-499-7509. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Join Laura from Blue Heron Wisdom Radio for free webinar Wednesday each week at 10 a.m. Pacific and learn how to get unstuck. You'll also get tips on how to be happier that you can apply right now. With a new topic each week, you'll be living an inspired life in no time. Visit the events page at www.blueheronwisdom.com to register for this completely free webinar series. How would you feel if you could bring magic into your life? Here is your Essence of Gratitude tip of the day. By living the essence of gratitude within our soul at each moment of our life, we consciously choose and embody its high-frequency energy, and that is when magic starts to appear. To learn more about the magic of the essence of gratitude, visit our website at explorationgratitude.com. Transformation Talk Radio. We're back 
on the Transformation Talk Radio Network. This is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Julie Kleinhans, your special guest, filling in for Dr. Pat. I'm the host of Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay, also on the Transformation Talk Radio Network. And I want to take a moment to let listeners know about an opportunity that I put together to support those affected by Superstorm Sandy while also supporting you. I live on Long Island, New York, and seeing how much people are struggling with the aftermath of the storm as well as everyone else that's feeling this fear, this stress, and this anxiety about everything that's going on during these these, uh, challenging times. I decided to put together a special coaching opportunity for you so you can learn how to use energy tools to support your life through difficult times, to support you and your kids and your family, supporting those while you take this opportunity to be coached. You're supporting those that are working to rebuild their homes and their lives. So during these one-on-one sessions, what I'm going to do is to teach you how to use energy tools to reduce stress, anxiety, fear, and how you can create more peace and ease in your life and how you can use these tools with your family. These sessions are being offered to you at a 40% discounted rate now through January 31st, and the net proceeds are being donated to All Hands Volunteers, a not-for-profit organization working to rebuild communities affected by Sandy. So please visit mindfocusgeneration.com slash Sandy. That's mindfocusgeneration.com slash Sandy to sign up for a session and to learn more. Or you can contact me directly by calling 516-639-8042. That's 516-639-8042 to learn more and to schedule a session. So we are here with Dr. Joe Rubino, and we're having such a great conversation, such an important conversation that I think everybody is is really feeling right now. And I want to talk about emotional awareness because I look at kids today and there's so many distractions with, you know, the media, with technology. It's like they're moving from one thing to the next without any sense of awareness or mindfulness. So can you talk to us about emotional awareness and why this is so important? Well, I'm happy to. And, you know, that is one of the keys in helping kids to realize that they have the ability to set their own path in life because most kids react emotionally and they grow into adults who react emotionally. And here's what happens. It starts early on at an early age, childhood, when someone says or does something and we make something up about ourselves and we make something up about the other person that doesn't serve our relationship and we make something up about the world being a harsh or a, a place of scarcity or something that hurts our ability to get ahead. And typically, it makes us angry. For many people, the anger is suppressed and it makes them sad. And another group, it makes them afraid. They become fearful. So all people have all three predominant emotional reactive states, anger, sadness, and fear. But we typically have one that has our name very heavily stamped on it. And so what happens is, in times of upset, when someone says or does something that creates an upset with us, we create an interpretation that gives us our emotional mood, our emotional reactive state. We react either with predominant anger, 
some flavor of that anger. Indignant anger, frustrated anger, rage, or someplace in between. Or we react with sadness. Depressed sadness, uh, resigned sadness, forlorn sadness, depression. Or we react with fear, anything from worry all the way up to abject fear. So if kids can be taught to identify how they become wired from an early age, just as parents, they themselves are wired as well. We're all wired to react emotionally in some way where the, the least provocation causes us to react with anger, sadness, or fear. These are the red flags that should be waving before our eyes and before our children's eyes where we can tell them that when you react with anger, when you react with sadness, when you react with fear, that is your signal that you're not seeing life in a way that supports you. So in the moment, recognize the mood. Recognize the emotional reactive uh, state that you're in. Ask yourself, what happened? What are the facts? If you were reporting for the New York Times or USA Today, what would you report? What did someone say or do and nothing more? What are the interpretations now that you made up about those facts? The meaning that you gave the facts that, quote-unquote, made you mad, made you sad, made you afraid. So when we can support kids to identify how they react to life on, on a puppet, on a string-type reaction-type basis, where people can press their button or pull their strings and they react automatically in a way that damages their relationships, minimizes their personal effectiveness, causes them health problems, causes them to damage uh, their ability to get what they want out of life. So when we can all identify how we're wired, in the moment before we react, we can release the emotion when we're willing to give up our right to be angry, sad, or afraid. Sometimes those emotions will be so juicy that we would rather be addicted to the anger, addicted to the sadness, addicted to the fear, and get our fix rather than give up our right to be angry, sad, or afraid and have life work more optimally. So when we can identify this, when we can shine light on how we're wired and we can manage our emotional reactive state in the moment before we do the damage, we can empower our lives. We can empower our interpretations, support our relationships, be more personally effective and charismatic, and have life work more optimally. So that's one of the 31 tools that our high self-esteem kids.net program teaches kids, teaches adults to teach kids. You know, these same uh, principles, I, I can't tell you how many adults tell me, you know, I learned the program to, so that we could teach kids, but they've made such a difference in my own life and in the life with my spouse and with my family because these principles are universal. They, they work for all people, not just kids. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Dr. Dr. Joe, can you tell us about a challenge that you'd like to um, give to everybody listening today? Well, uh, it's an invitation, actually. If okay. you care about the future of our country, and everyone does, the future of our planet, then I invite you to be, become uh, a member of our team of light bearers. Uh, there's some great free gifts when you visit our, our website, highselfesteemkids.net, where you can actually take those tools and map them onto your life and the life of your kids. Uh, check out the program that we're doing. If you, if you uh, feel as though it, it resonates with you, if it strikes a chord, you'd like to work with us to help shift the consciousness of our planet by impacting kids' lives one at a time, then I welcome you to be part of our team, and we can
can make a difference in this world together. We can't do it alone, but we can do it together where we can shift the consciousness when we create a new paradigm of what's acceptable, of how we deal with our kids, how we empower them, how we can champion kids and adults to respect others and make their lives all work more optimally by creating win-win empowering type scenarios as opposed to the win-lose violence and negative negativity that exists in our world today. Uh, I absolutely love it. It's just, it's so important. I, I really invite you and ask you all, because you're all listeners to of the Transformation Talk Radio Network, I know that you all have the biggest hearts here, and I know you want to do this for our, for our world, for our kids. So please take Dr. Joe up on this invitation. One more time, your website, Dr. Joe. www.hi.h.i.g.h. Self, S-E-L-F. Esteem, E-S-T-E-E-M-K-I-D-S dot com. HighSelfEsteemKids.net, actually. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Joe. I have to have you back on. You're just amazing. Thanks for all you do. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in here today. I invite you to join me on my show every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific, Teaching from the Heart with Julie Kay. Next week, I'll have Lori Petro, who will speak with us about creating a culture of kindness, five tips to building empathy skills in kids. Everyone, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. My heart to yours. Enjoy. Some talk radio networks broadcast whatever they want to, whether the vibration is high or low, without regard for another's journey. They focus on the problem and not the solution. Other networks tune in to the highest vibration possible to help us live life full out. I'm Chris Danis. To help us stand in our yes. I'm Sue London. And cultivate a platform for positive change. I'm Karen Hager. These networks don't come often. I'm CJ Liu. But when they do, they remind us that we can achieve anything that is possible to help ourselves, to help others, and to help the planet. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. These networks aren't concerned with bombarding us with bad news. They hear something on the radio, and then all of a sudden, their whole day is ruined. They aren't concerned with sensationalizing an individual setbacks or challenges. Powerful, inspiring. These networks focus on amazing, innovative broadcasting. You can learn a lot. They provide a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent educational information. Everyone's a team player. These networks are tailored for an empowered, active, and diverse radio listening audience. Empowered Living Radio is where you can find it. They help us rise up. True empowerment. Create a strong foundation so we can stand powerfully in our yes. Epic social change. They invite us to thrive, appreciate our lives, and create the amazement we call ourselves. The urge to grow. These innovative networks remind us that everything is possible. 
overcome those challenges in your life. That nothing is limited. That our lives are much more than anything our minds would have us to believe. Let us inspire you. These networks help us rise and shine to the occasion of our lives and live in the moment of every breath we take. Transformation Talk Radio is one of these networks. Transformative radio show that will change your life. Won't you join us? Won't you join Transformation Talk Radio? And let's change the world together. TransformationTalkRadio.com